I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Vlad Miroshenenko, an aerospace engineer. Vlad, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kyle. Excited to be here. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what an aerospace engineer is and what it's like to be one? So an aerospace engineer, it's actually aerospace is a pretty broad field, but in general, uh, aerospace engineers work with um, airplanes, helicopters, missiles, essentially anything that flies uh, through the air and interacts with the atmosphere. Um, so yeah, the, the main job is really understanding how bodies that fly through the air react to different conditions and things like that. Hopefully that made sense. Um, and what's it like to be one? Hmm. Um, it's interesting. I get to work with a lot of cool new technology. Um, it's definitely challenging. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, what yeah, that's, doing. that's a really cool job. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. So what kinds of things do you actually do day to day at work? Uh, so for me specifically right now, I work for a helicopter company and I'm helping design a um, autonomous mm -hmm. flight control system for a helicopter. So essentially it'll be in the end, a helicopter that's smart enough to fly on its own and know where to go. Uh, kind of like the, the, uh, the Tesla Ubers that drive mm -hmm. themselves, but think uh, that, but in a helicopter form. Well, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? So I guess it kind of evolved over time. I mean, as a, as a kid, I always enjoy taking things apart, putting things together, so on and so forth. And then, uh, so I always knew I was going to be an engineer of some mm -hmm. sort. Um, and then when I was enrolling in college, I had a decision to make. I could either do mechanical or aerospace and uh, aerospace seemed like it was going to be harder. So I went with that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. What's the name of the company you work for? Uh, Bell Helicopters. Bell Helicopters. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so did you do anything else before working at Bell? And can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, through college, I worked uh, odd jobs. I worked at a gas station. I bartended. Um, I actually went in the Air Force for a while, for a few years. I uh, worked as a vehicle maintainer there, working on uh, tactical trucks and uh, Humvees and things like that. Uh, then, went to then went back to college to get my uh, degree. From there, um, I worked at uh, Raytheon Missile Systems, mm -hmm. uh, where I worked on several different missiles that are in use today in the, the wars that we've been in over the past couple of decades. Um, it's probably about as far as I want to talk about that. Yeah, that's cool. Thanks for sharing. So what do you like most and least about your job? Uh, so for the most, I would say that it's, uh, it's definitely challenging. I'm always... Um, learning different things every day, always having to go research things and understand how to apply things. Nothing's ever really straightforward. 
um, I would say, but in the end, everything pays off, right? And it's exciting to go see uh, what you built or what you helped build go fly and uh, do the mission. Yeah. And for least, I would say probably the corporate atmosphere, the, mm -hmm. you know, there, there's always all kinds of, uh, let's see, how do I put this? Um, it's just working for a big company can be uh, challenging at times. Um, so, yeah, but that's probably what I like the least about it, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, a word from our sponsor. Looking for a way to start making some good money this summer? Start a neighborhood recycling business picking up extra plastics that can't go in your curbside recycling bin, but can be recycled at multiple locations throughout your city. I started doing this over a year ago and make about $150 a month for about an hour's worth of work. I don't know about you, but that's way more than my normal allowance. I even teamed up with my good friend Micah and created a course that teaches you exactly how to create a business like this yourself. Check out kidsgreenteam.com for more information. Okay, let's get back to the show. So what level of education do you have? Was that required for your job or not? So I have a master's in aerospace engineering. Um, a master's is not required. Typically, most engineering jobs require uh, just a bachelor's. Uh, so I went and took the next step and got my master's because it made sense at the time. So, but yeah, it's not required. Yeah. Did you enjoy getting your degrees? Um. It was, uh, it was a difficult few years for sure. Um, lots of long days, long nights trying to study and learn. Um, but in the end, it's definitely worth it, I think. Yeah. So how much money would someone starting out in your field expect to make? And what's the long-term income potential? So money-wise, I mean, starting out with, uh, if you're starting out with a bachelor's and no experience, you're probably looking at around 80000 right now, um, depending on the company and the region, right? Um, but as far as further on income potential, you're probably looking at the end of your career, probably three to 400000 depending on which path you take. And if you go into uh, management, or if you stay in the, on the technical track, it just, uh, just totally depends. Well, that, that's a wide range and yeah, quite a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40 hour work week more or less? Uh, so I actually at Bell, we work, uh, what's called a 980. It's, um, so over two weeks, you work uh, nine days and you get your um, 80 hours in. But mm -hmm. the way you do it is the first week you work uh, Monday through Thursday, you work nine hours a day. And then Friday, you work eight hours. And then the next week, you only work Monday through Thursday, nine hours a day. Uh, and you have that second Friday off. Mm -hmm. So you essentially have a three-day weekend every other week. Um, that's pretty typical for a lot of companies nowadays, um, especially engineering and some of the en other engineering companies I've looked at, they actually went to, um, a four day week where you just work 10 hour days. So you have a, a three day weekend every week. Mm, yeah. That does sound nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's not too bad. And, um, typically with engineering jobs, it's, 
your schedule ends up being fairly flexible. Um, mm-hmm. Like there's, there's definitely opportunities to work from home. There's opportunities to work more, uh, you know, overtime. Uh, and there's opportunities to kind of shift your schedule as you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does sound pretty fle- flexible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what advice do you have for, pe- for young people considering what you do for their job? Uh, so, uh, start learning math, science, and computers, right? That's the, Mm -hmm. that's the big things today, probably even more than anything. Now the computer world, right? Everything, everything's on a computer. So the more, the better you are at, uh, working with computer programs or programming or doing things like that, the more successful you'll be in not just aerospace engineering, but, um, just engineering careers in general. Yeah, that. Thanks for sharing that. That's really good advice. So this one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you have ever made? Hmm. Well, let's see. I guess money-wise, going for the master's um, right off the bat, right after my bachelor's was uh, paid off. Uh, in a financial sense anyway, right? Because you, um, because you get that advanced degree, you get a bump, uh, like a pay bump starting out. And that essentially travels with you every year, right? So it's not just that initial bump, it's uh, that investment pays off significantly over time. So I think, you know, just the cost of my master's within the first year and a half was paid off just from the additional money that I was making because I had a master's. Thanks for sharing that. That's that makes a lot of sense. So, um, I'm sorry, I'm real. So was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on in life? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, actually one of my, (laughs) my biggest failure I would uh, think of is, uh, I was, um, I was in the air force doing pilot training and I got most of the way through, uh, didn't quite make it. So clearly failed Mm -hmm. at that. But the trade-off um, was that because I'm not a pilot, now I got to focus on my engineering career and my family. So I have a lot more time, I guess, and freedom to enjoy life versus trying to do what I was doing, being a pilot and an engineer at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just because you fail at something doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, since you were a pilot, what type of airplane did you fly in the Air Force? Uh, so I was just in training. So I flew the T6 and the T38. Okay, cool. So was there a person in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or mentor that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give that person a quick shout out? Yeah, I would, have, I would definitely have to say my parents. Um, and the impact that they had is they let me go essentially explore life, uh, make my own mistakes and kind of learn from them. They didn't try Mm -hmm. to restrict what I was doing too much and let me learn uh, essentially life lessons on my own. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'd say that's helped me understand how the world works better versus just listening to somebody's advice. Yeah, that's great. I hope and I hope they listen to the episode and get to hear that. Yeah. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Uh, knowing what I know now, 
Yeah, I would have bought Bitcoin 10 years ago, but <laughs> other than that, um, I would say it's never too early to start saving and investing. And that, that applies not just to money, but investing your time into your education, I guess, and um, just knowledge in general. Um, I feel like the older I get, the more I understand that even um, activities that don't seem relevant to what I normally do can definitely teach you a lot of lessons. So investing your time in learning other things is definitely helpful. Yeah, that's great advice. Thanks. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and their work? Best advice would be use your resources, especially in the, you know, in today's world where everyone's got a phone, everyone has a computer and you have Google, you have, uh, you know, you have no excuse to not understand what's happening and be able to do your research, right? So mm-hmm. any, any decision you make, you know, go research it first because everything, all the information's out there. You just got to go find it. Yeah, that's really smart. Thanks for saying that. Awesome. Thanks, Vlad. Now it's time for the joke of the day. What kind of cat works for Red Cross? Hmm, I don't know. What kind? A first aid kit. (laughs) Nice. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learning Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.